Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back to Character and Smallman on 101 ESPN. Michelle and Randy, and we head to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line, and it's time for Wednesdays with Wayno. Cardinal pitcher Adam Wainwright, kind enough to join us, and he does so on behalf of Big League Impact. Wayno, good morning. How are you doing? Doing great. How are y'all doing? Everything's great. I want to talk about something very important, and I know it's near and dear to your heart, and that's walk-up songs. The Cardinals will come back home tomorrow night to take on Pittsburgh, and I want to know what Adam Wainwright's favorite all-time walk-up song is, whether it's your own or somebody else's. Uh, Well, I mean, the problem with walk-out songs and how they're done nowadays is you don't know who's up to bat. So my favorite walkout songs are when you hear a song, you know who it is, right? So like when Chipper Jones was in his heyday, he came out to Crazy Train. And as soon as you heard, I, 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 everybody in the stands knew that was Chipper. You know what I mean? Like Barry Bonds, I forget which song he had. Um, everybody knew he was up to bat. Albert Pujols, when he was there, he had a certain song he walked out to. Everybody knew that song. You know, Holiday came out, a chicken pride. Everybody, <laughs> you know. But, so I, I always tell people, like, don't change your song over and over. And I've had the same walkout song my entire career. And now most people don't, you know, care too much about my at-bats. Um, they, you know, I think everybody thinks it's fun when I get hits and hit homers or whatever. But you know, you still know when Song of the South comes on, I'm coming up to bat. Yeah. Uh, I think there's something cool and, and, and awesome about having a song and sticking with it, you know, and being 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 the guy that comes out to Song of the South. You know, I've, a lot of people have commented on that over the years. And they say, hey, man, that, that's great. You come out to that song. It represents where I'm from. And I say, hey, it represents where I'm from, too, you know. I mean, I mean I'm, you know, I'm a, a, a child of the South, and – and that song reflects uh, a lot about what I said. But, you know, I just like when guys have a song. I think that's neat. I think, it, you know, when, when you change your song every other week, nobody in the world knows, usually even knows what that song is. And they don't know uh, who's up to bat. I think if you're if you're up there getting nachos and you hear a certain song come on, you ought to be able to go, oh, man, Yachty's up to bat, you know, and, and go run. I just think that's cool. I'm, I'm with you, Wayno. I can't hear Long Hot Summer Day and not think of Matt Carpenter. Well, that's because no one's ever heard that song, <laughs> exactly. except for when he comes up fast. Um, it's as famous as it is because of him. Yeah, but it's on many a playlist in St. Louis now. Of course it is, yeah. He's he's, he's turned the Turnpike Troubadours into a, a St. Louis face. Absolutely. Well, Wayno, I'm curious about this. Every morning, Randy and I, we come in and we take a look at the standings. We want to see, obviously, what the other teams in the division have done. Is that something that you and your teammates do as well? Do you get a general sense of, of 
of what other teams in the division are doing, or is it something that you check religiously? No, I think, I mean, you know, you, you know where they are. There's the standings are always up on the boards, wherever we are, the flags are flying at Wrigley to let you know where, where everyone is. And, you know, the, the, the media is going to talk about where you are in the stand. So like, you know, where everyone is, but I'm just watching the game. I'm a fan of baseball. I'm a fan of, of the game in general. So when I go home to the hotel or to the house or whatever, I'm watching highlights, you know, and then inevitably that's, you know, somebody will say like, all right, that takes them to second in the division or they're two and a half games back. I always know where they are, but my mother-in-law is hilarious. She'll check the standings one day into the season. You know, she's like, well, y'all are on top, you know, keep it right there. I'm like, we've played one game, but uh, it's, it's fun. I, I, I like, uh, I, I like knowing where everybody's at, but it's, it's impossible not to anyways. And this division is so tight. Heck, I, I think we can get to September without looking at the standings if we really don't want to, because I think it's going to be cards, Cubs, Brewers, maybe the Reds. It's going to be a four-way dog fight. There's no doubt about it. Um, we're going to, it's going to be a four-way bludgeoning as much, you know, in the central as it is in the American league East or the national league East, I believe it's going to be that way too. I mean, uh, those teams are going to beat up on each other. We're going to beat up on each other. Actually, the West is going to beat up on each other too. Those top two teams are, are really tough. Those top three teams should, uh, I should say are, are really tough and they're going to, they're going to, I mean, there's some, there's some really tight divisions in the national league. It's going to be that way all year long. It's going to be a fight to the finish. And like you said, you know, when you have teams like that that are very evenly stacked, you might as well just play one week of the season at the very end and see where where, where it lands. But, you know, this is a testament. Of, it's a 162-game grind. It's a testament of all the the hard work, and it's a testament of who can go out and have the fewest slumps, the fewest bad stretches. You know, that's what it is, and the most good stretches. Uh, that's and, and there's going to be a lot of times where we don't feel great, and we're going to have to go out there and, be professionals and find a way to win. And there's going to be times where we feel great and we're going to have to go out there and handle business like we should. So it's a, it's a long season, but you got to grind through it. Uh, speaking of that, does that mentality play into perhaps how the team feels right now? Because you, you had a sweep of the Marlins, you come out, you give the team a strong effort. They take, you guys take one of two on Sunday. But other than that, I know that you've made comments, your teammates have that you don't feel like you're necessarily playing to your capabilities right now. So what's the mood of the team as we, as we sit here at the end of June? It just kind of feels like everyone's waiting for some, something to to click or to some for somebody to break out or for something to you know in 2018 we were kind of that way and then carp carried us for like two two months you know um and then you know there's been times where where, where jack did that in 2019 at the end of the second the second half there, there's it's been times where we've kind of like waiting on somebody to take the reins or somebody to and to to, to just kind of take charge or for, for a couple of good games to swing in our direction or a big play. I don't know. It's like we're waiting on something uh, instead of taking it uh, control and taking it by the horns and just kind of making our own destiny. You know, you, you just can't wait around in the game of baseball for something to happen to you. You gotta, you gotta make stuff happen. You know, the winning teams in baseball, they find ways to win games and the losing teams, they find ways to lose games. And, uh, you know, being honest in that stretch we had, we found a couple of ways to lose games, you know, and, and uh, we, we faced some tough pitchers, no doubt. But those are the times where you got to find a way to make a, to, to win a game, to, to make it work, to, to stretch a, a single to a double or a, a 
five-inning performance to a six-inning performance, whatever that is, whatever role you have, uh, you gotta you gotta find a way to take it to the next level sometimes, and and we will. We just waiting on it to happen. I'm 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 ready for it to happen. I know our fans are ready for it. I know y'all are ready for it to happen, and and uh, we we want nothing more than to make it happen. It's just sometimes it's more difficult than others for whatever reason. And Adam, you talk about taking charge, and I watch you on the mound. I, I know how hands on you are with big league impact. I know that you're the commissioner of your fantasy football leagues. Is that just inherent in the Adam Wainwright personality? Are you just a take charge? I'm going to get it done guy in every facet of your life. <laughs> um, you know, I never have really thought about it, but I think maybe I am. Um, I became the commissioner of the fantasy football league in our, in our clubhouse in 2008. Um, Braden Looper was our commissioner before me. And when he left, everybody's like, who's going to be the commissioner. And I didn't even put it up for, you know, I'm still a young player at the time, but none of the old guys wanted to really take on that stress. And I wanted it done right. So I'm like, I got this, you know, and I've been the commissioner ever since. And, And Matt Carpenter, actually asked me yesterday, he's like, you know, one of the biggest responsibilities you're going to have when you retire is who are you going to make the commissioner? And I said, nope, when I'm, when I leave, I'm not worried about it anymore. I'll be the commissioner in my home league and I'll make sure it's done right there. Um, so I, I think, I think maybe um, in situations where I know the job needs to get done and I want the job done right. I'd rather, I'd rather be in charge of it than, than follow somebody else's lead that's not going to do it right. As the commissioner of the Fantasy Football League in the clubhouse, have you ever had any big issues that you've had to settle? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Tons of them. And it adds a lot of, you know, I'll be sitting on the pew at church, you know, five seconds before the sermon, and, and I'll get four texts from guys, hey, I forgot to set my lineup. Can you swap so-and-so in before? And I'm like... <laughs> Y'all are the worst. Matt Holiday was the worst about that. You know, he would he would live on a different time. So he'd be out in Oklahoma or Texas or someplace, and he'd be like, "Hey, can you set my lineup?" And I'd be like, "Dude, I'm at church. Set your own lineup." <laughs> you know, he's like, "Okay." And here's the other thing: guys never, ever, ever remember their passwords. I'm like, "Dude, just stay signed in. How hard is it? Like, what in the world?" And I'm like, "And pick a password that you know. Write your name if you have to." Write your favorite color if you have to, but remember your passwords. Guys never remember their passwords, and I'm always having to try to send them out passwords and this and that. I mean, it's just unbelievable. And they think that you know and have easy access to their password. Well, it doesn't matter what platform you're on. For a commissioner, it's a hassle to get somebody signed back in. It's a super hassle, and it ends up having me. What ends up happening before, and Yachty's the worst, too, because he never remembers his password. But... Uh, they'll they'll say hey just just swap this guy out for me and this guy out for me until I can remember my password. So basically, I'll be end up making everybody else's team. By the way, I'm trying to check my own lineup, you know, at a certain time too. I'm like guys, I got to plug my own lineup in here. But the other thing is trade trades are our our big league clubhouse is nuts about trades. We make we make more trades times ten than any other league I've been in, and uh, everybody thinks that everybody else is trying to hose the other person. And, and so then, you know, back in the day, we used to have it where where guys would want a, a vote for that. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I am autonomous leader of this deal. I will vote myself if this is a good trade or a bad trade. I will be truthful about it. But don't be sending me a kicker 
for Tom Brady in his MVP season. There you all go. right. <laughs> Who is uh, the biggest guilty party when it comes to that? That's always trying to concoct one trade or the other. Uh, definitely me. <laughs> definitely me. Everyone in the clubhouse would say that same thing. But here's the thing. I send fair proposals. I'm trying to help them. I look at their team roster, and then I go, all right, you clearly you clearly don't have enough good players. And so I will – I like to send in, like, three – two or three, like, second-tier players for one player, one dynamic player. Because if I, I feel like if I can get two or three 30-point players on my roster, then I'm going to have a great chance to win. So, and then you kind of piece together the other parts, but, and, and then I give them depth, but they, you know, they don't always see it that way, but eventually, you know, sometimes they got to come around because they need to start lineup. Adam, having played in a league with you and seen the relentlessness of your trade offers, that's what I imagined Mo and Gersh did with the Rockies. It was almost, I, I felt like they must've been emailing and texting and calling every day saying, okay, uh, what if we do this, this, and this for Arenado? Or what will it take to get Arenado? Or what if we do this, 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 and this for Arenado? I kind of think that Moe and Gersh were probably the fantasy football version of Adam Wainwright in their pursuit of Nolan Arenado. Well, I like to hope they were because um, that was a pretty good get. Um, and also part of the key to trading sometimes is relentlessly annoying people to death yeah. until they want you out of their life so bad they do it. Um <laughs> And uh, if, if, if that's what it took to get Nolan, then that was worth it. Well yep. done. Well done, Mo. <laughs> no doubt. Well yeah. done, Mo Gert. Absolutely. I'm glad they waynoed the Rockies. Well, that's going to be a, a phrase now. We waynoed them. <laughs> <laughs> um, Adam, I want to ask you one more thing about the clubhouse. So we had your teammate, Miles Michaelis, on the show this week, and Randy asked him about lightening up the mood sometimes in the clubhouse. And we got on the subject of pranks, and he brought up a very great story about how he and I don't know if you were involved in this or not, so you'll have to tell us if you were, but uh, a rookie player got off the bench during a, a brawl or, you know, where the bench is cleared and you guys <laughs> printed a, a a fine, a fake fine or something for him and you let it go on a long time. And so I know that you are big on the pranks. So I want you to tell me a great prank that you've executed that we haven't heard of. Well, I mean, my all-time favorite pranks are when you get in the rookie's hotel room um, right when we land from the plane, we, you know, will occasionally swap a hotel key out. I'll be in their room waiting on them when they get in there, hiding in the shower or wherever. I mean, you get off, you know, you take a long plane flight. Sometimes the first place you got to go is the bathroom. So, you know, sometimes I'll meet you in there. <laughs> and uh, been known to, to scare a couple of guys right onto the floor. Um the other, uh, there's been some other good ones. I got in some great prank wars with Skip Schumacher. I mean, just real great, just never-ending prank wars, season-long prank wars. Uh, and, and my good buddy Blaine Boyer was on the blunt end of this one also. So I will, uh, if you do something to me, I will uh, have been known to get your dress shirt that you're going to wear on the plane and uh, have my stitched nameplate Wainwright uh hot pressed onto their dress shirt on the back of it. So uh, they have to wear, they have to wear my Jersey on the plane on the way home, basically. So uh, that's a pretty good one. Um, that goes, that, that goes over well with everybody because it's not over the line, but you know, if, if, if they play prank wars, right, they have to wear that shirt on the way home. And, and both the guys did it. They were good troopers about it. That's beautiful. Were you the perpetrator or the victim of the one with the the 
uh, pickup truck in spring training where a pickup truck wound up on the on the track or something? Yeah, Lance Berkman got me. He he auctioned off my truck <laughs> uh, during April Fool's Day or whatever it was. Uh, that wasn't April Fool's Day. When was that? It was just I think it was just like a you know I think it was right before April Fool's Day, late March. He he sent my truck around the warning track and and sold fake raffle tickets in the stands and then had a had one of the guys on the team's uncles in the stands come down out of the stands and act like he won it and get in the back of the truck. And Lance was actually driving the truck and drove it off into the sunset after that. You know, it was just hilarious. He got me. That was a good one. <laughs> That's a beautiful thing. Adam Wainwright with us with uh, Carriker and Smallman on 101 ESPN. Adam, as uh, Michelle mentioned, we had Miles on for the all-win campaign with Big League Impact. And that is so cool, and I'm glad that so many of your colleagues in Major League Baseball are jumping on board here to use the platform that you have. And I know a lot of your teammates are going to be involved with the trivia night coming up in a few weeks. Yep, trivia night's on July 9th. And uh, it's going to be with me and some of the players going to be uh, tuning in also. We're going to give away raffle baskets and autograph prizes. Going to have a lot of fun, I can tell you that. And uh, we're doing the, the Series 6 shirts also. Um, that you can go on Series 6, a local St. Louis-based uh, T-shirt company who's just done a great job making a really comfortable shirt with a really ugly guy on the front of it. Um, <laughs> but they're the Uncle Charlie shirt, and it's our June it's our June Charity of the Month um, partner this way. Every single uh, dollar raised from uh, from the Uncle Charlie shirts goes directly to Big League Impact. And so through Big League, uh, through the Series 6 shirts, through the virtual trivia night. We're going to be uh, doing both of those so we can support crisis aid, food for the hungry, and the St. Louis Public Schools Foundation. And we're going to be feeding some people. We're going to be helping kids get all the stuff that they need for school. We're going to be doing all that through Trivia Night, which you can still sign up for. We'd love to have as many teams in there as possible. You can go to bigleagueimpact.org to sign up or buy us a shirt, buy you a shirt. And you can help us support uh, those three great charities right there in St. Louis who are doing some really great things. So thanks for joining in. Thanks for letting me plug that, too, man. Um, that's a really We're doing some cool things. We'll have a great time during the, during the trivia night, though. It'll be fun. Is the trivia night just a sports trivia night, or is it general trivia? Oh, that's a good question. I haven't, I haven't looked at all of the questions. I've looked at a fair amount of the questions. Uh, I know many of them are sports-related. Um, it's a good question, though. I need to I need to yeah. find that out for our own trivia night tonight. <laughs> Adam, many years ago, my wife and I were on a cruise, and they did a sports trivia night, and I was participating. And I, as you might guess, I was doing okay. And somebody else from St. Louis was on the the cruise in the trivia night. They went and told the people in charge, "Hey, that that guy knows trivia. He's on the radio in St. Louis," and they kicked me out. Yeah, I mean, you'd be like a resident expert. That's not fair. You know, you're like uh, Stump to Schwami or whatever that was, Stump to Schwab or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Remember that back in the day? Yeah, oh, he, yeah. he's unbelievable. Yeah, you'd be like that guy compared to most people. I think when you work in the sports field like you do and see everything and talk about all of the stuff all day long with you and Michelle, I, I know that you would, you two would, would just whoop all of us. So, uh, yeah, I get that. I mean, it, you know, it'd be like me entering a pitching contest at the fair. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Adam, it's always great to hear your voice. Thanks so much for taking the time with us. It'll be good to see you guys back home. Enjoy this last game in Detroit, and we'll talk to you next week. All right. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. 
Adam Wainwright with us on 101 ESPN. And, of course, Wednesdays with Wayno brought to you by Chick-fil-A, the proud sponsor of Wednesdays with Wayno on 101 ESPN. Don't forget that Wednesdays, you should stop by your local Chick-fil-A and enjoy an ice-cold Sunjoy. Chick-fil-A is donating a portion of the proceeds of Sunjoy Wednesdays to support Big League Impact through the baseball regular season. Let me guess. Unknown caller? You could reduce the number of unwanted calls and emails with online privacy protection. The latest innovation from Discover will help regularly remove your personal info, like your name and address, from 10 popular people search websites that could sell your data. And we'll do it for free. Activate in the Discover app. See terms and learn more at discover.com slash online privacy protection. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.